Hello, this is Mike Burek, your host and producer of Krenitsya, The Well, a podcast series about topics of interest to Ukrainians around the world. Today is Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. Our guest for this episode is Yulia Stefaniuk, who is the Ukraine country leader at an organization called World Central Kitchen. And this episode is produced for the Ukrainian Weekly, a newspaper published in English in the U.S. for the global Ukrainian community since 1933. Welcome, Yulia. How are you today? Fine. Glad to be in this interview. Glad that you are interested about Ukraine. I would like to get some information about your educational and professional background and also where you come from in Ukraine. Uh, I was born in Lviv, and I graduated uh, Lviv University, National University. My background is based on uh, sociology. Frankly speaking, I worked with this profession not a long time. Um, most of them I was uh, connected with food, with restaurant business. Like last 15 years, I worked for a big Lviv company. Uh, fast holding of emotion fast its name and when i met walsall kitchen i was operation uh, manager of catering company and that's why we start working with uh, walsall kitchen here feeding people so what was it like in Lviv during the early days of the war you know specifically after the invasion of russia into ukraine on february 24th 2022 Probably you know that Lviv, it's uh, one of the worst part countries uh, of Ukraine, yes, city, and located close to the border, of, uh, to Poland border. And from the first days, we was like a hub for all refugees, which came from Kiev, Kharkiv, other city, Sumy, Chernigiv. Uh, they, they were run from uh, war. Mostly it's women with kids, uh, elderly people. They came to Lviv by train, by cars, thousands and thousands. So uh, as Lviv local restaurant company, when the war started, we closed all our restaurants and we had food and we, we prepared for refugees, like not refugees, just was people which crossing Lviv. And our story, it's the beginning of our story, first few days, we will try to be helpful for, we prepare tea, cacao for kids, everything what we could do in this situation. So it must have been very chaotic at that time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And how did you become involved with the World Central Kitchen Organization? As I told, as a catering partner, uh, I got information about from <laughs> Instagram, by the way, that was at no kitchen was looking for partners here on the ground because at the beginning, like the second day of the war, uh, they provided food in the Polish side for refugees and uh, they recognized that they need to go to Ukraine and also start helping here because the biggest line on the through the border and that it was winter, it was cold and people needed help. And they just messages, they're looking for local partners. And I say, okay, okay, we, how we can help you? 
And it was the 1st of March when Jose Andres and Name Mook, uh, Jose Andres, the, the founder of Walton Blue Kitchen, and Name Mook, like the CEO of this organization, they came to leave. They met me and asked how many meals I can do. Like I proposed, okay, we're a big company. We can do 2,000 per day. But I really remember <laughs> Jose uh, pushed me and said, no, we need more. We need 20,000 portion of meal. Let's start because you see people really uh, need it. And every day more and more uh, would come to Ukraine so, through, through Lviv. So I understand that World Central Kitchen, before coming to Ukraine, had never worked in a war zone before. Is that correct? Yes, you're right. Uh, only with natural disease. And how many people does World Central Kitchen have in Ukraine now, and where are they located? You know, it's interesting, but uh, during the whole Ukrainian activation, uh, 90% of staff was Ukrainian. Ukrainian. So all Ukrainian partners in restaurants, uh, volunteers which delivered food, food suppliers, also contractors. We are all Ukrainians. Only small U.S. team like operate and manage make management for us at like four or five person in general and uh, it's a unique model when uh, such organizations such humanitarian organization could send all money directly for helping people not paying a huge administration cost so we are really flexible in this so you mentioned donations is that the primary source of funding for world central kitchen Yes, sure. The nation which coming from around the world, mostly for sure from U.S. citizens and uh, U.S. donors. We had some examples where Ukrainian company uh, donated for Walton Kitchen activation in Ukraine. But but mostly, as I told, it's a private donation from U.S. So it sounds like the effort in Ukraine with World Central Kitchen is primarily a partnership with local restaurants and organizations. Uh, yes, Ukraine is a huge country, you know, it's like big territory and help was needed everywhere, even on the European border or the territory uh, close to the front line, just south territory. So uh, this is a model to, to work with uh, local restaurant partners, worked really excellent like it was excellent idea and it helped us to provide in some days more than 400,000 meals per day it was like maximum during the may and april and may and what are the logistics like for serving so many people for example how are you able to source food a restaurant partner where is were and now still responsible for delivery, for food delivery, for delivery of these hot meals. And even from the beginning of May, after the butcher liberation, we understand that Ukrainians need not only hot meals, but food, food also, especially in the territory where the food chain of supplying was broken and people couldn't get any food from shops. And uh, we start to uh, produce food packages we call it food kits uh, with 21 position of food like 11 12 kilos per one and we start deliver it to this territory also we try to start to help in two ways with hot meals 
and uh, with food kits. So basically, you started off delivering hot food and then moved mm -hmm. into providing other kind of food stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we are caring not just to give people like simple food. We care about the balance of nutrition, that to give uh, proteins and to give all food stuff for, for, for our Ukrainians. So we're fast approaching the one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, which took place on February 24, 2022. Is World Central Kitchen still very active in Ukraine? For sure, after 1st of September, we changed a little bit our strategy because in general, World Central Kitchen is emergency organization. Probably, you know, uh, they operate like the first uh, humanitarian organization in the field and try to go out when other more sustainable uh, organizations uh, coming. But in Ukraine, we're still like in the phase of active, uh, active phase of war. And we provide food more closely to front line. Uh, we provide food for new liberated territory. And also we provide food helping uh, injured people or also rescue a team uh, when the, some missile attacks happened in different cities uh, in Ukraine. Like it was the last example in Kharkiv yesterday or in Dnipro a few weeks ago. So now mostly we work as emergency organization in Ukraine, but still our help is really needed and, and huge. And you're primarily providing food to local citizens, for example. You're not providing food to the army of, of Ukraine, correct? Yes, yes. Our target uh, group, it's only civilians. So how long do you think World Central Kitchen will have the capacity to continue to feed so many people in Ukraine? Our board just uh, confirmed, uh, I'm, I mean World Central Kitchen board, just confirmed to providing food till the end of uh, this year, 2023. And does World Central Kitchen have any global partners? For sure, they have some private donors, big uh, global private donors and some uh, global companies. But this information mostly based for a quarter of uh, World Central Kitchen. We, you know, like a Ukrainian mission, we are limited on this information. We just know that uh, we work very effectively with uh, social media to show the world what, how was the kitchen helping Ukrainians, and it's really important. Yulia, what would you say have been the major challenges in doing this project with World Central Kitchen? You know, I couldn't say that like challenges in working with World Central Kitchen. I could just uh, a little bit change your question if, if you don't mind like challenges in general of this activation the biggest uh, problem is how to make balance to to help ukrainians uh, close to the front line and uh, to to provide very secured help for our team we are really responsible for each of our staff team member and uh, sometimes you need to make a clear decision, is it worth to go there? But even people need their help and have to do it very in a safe uh, way. So the biggest 
challenging this and also you never know what next day will bring you and you need to be very flexible to ch changing your strategy uh, for example we prepared a lot for winter uh, we prepared a lot of uh, equipment to be ready to help a new liberated territory but we never know for example if it will happen tomorrow and in one week or three weeks like we now expecting to hear some news about Melitopol or other cities so uh, it's hard and even we working in the war time lack of electricity sometimes without internet connection where you don't know how to find your team members somewhere in the Donetsk region so a lot of issues but still we have a very strong team a very motivated team to help Ukraine and and we are really want to bring our victory soon. Julia, we're just about out of time, but I just wanted to ask you one more question. How has working with refugees in Ukraine affected you on a personal level? For uh, this phase of war, because, you know, war started uh, even before, like after 2020, uh, 2014. But uh, and I, the, during that time, I... I was just giving money, do some volunteer work, but from the 24th of February 2022, I understand that I should be more active in this helping, that uh, I won't leave my country because I feel that my skills could be useful here and I could fight like food fighter, <laughs> not with the weapon, but with a spoon and knife. <laughs> could help uh, by feeding people and i opened this in, in my mind i opened this uh, feeling that probably it's easy to say like the purpose of life and i very proud what i can what i did and what even i can do in the future and it changed me like personally uh, understanding that i'm ukrainian i'm strong for a person who can help the country Julia, thank you so much for joining us on Krenitsia today. And thank you that, uh, for such possibility to talk and to share my story with Krenitsia audience. I have been speaking with Julia Stefaniuk, who is a Ukraine country leader at the organization World Central Kitchen, which has been serving food to displaced persons in Ukraine since the beginning of the Russian invasion in Ukraine in February 24th, 2022. I'm Mike Burek, your host and producer of Kinetitsia, The Well, a podcast series about topics of interest to Ukrainians around the world. This episode has been produced for the Ukrainian Weekly, a newspaper published in English in the United States for the global Ukrainian community since 1933. Until next time, that's all for now.